The following contest is a third round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 93rd Seed, a 1992 platformer from Taito, Little Samson. And its opponent, the number four Seed, a 1989 action platformer from Capcom, Mega Man 2. Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round three, fight! Welcome to episode 71 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, we are well into round three now, uh, and today we're taking a look at the number four overall seed, Mega Man 2, as it takes on number 93, Little Samson. I'm Pat Dooley. I'm Ricky Geraldo. And yeah, so far, uh, round three, we're two for two with the upsets with uh, Metal Storm and Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, both moving on uh, to the round of, what, 16? Yeah, round of 16. Yep. Uh, will we also get a game in the 90s this week? If anything's going to do it, it'd be Little Samson, which is a 1992 platformer developed by Takaru and published by Taito. It was directed and written by Shinichi Yoshimoto, produced by Yoshimoto and Kiyoshi Utata, designed by Yuka Kamagi and Yuko Sato, programmed by Dainoji, and I have no idea how to pronounce this. Um, assuming this is an alias, uh, I'm just going to spell it out. Capital D dot capital B lowercase o zero W Y. Uh, with art by Hiroshi Kitamura and Yuko Nakamura, and music composed by Yoshiji Yokoyama, Yuki Marikawa, and Tsukasa Masuko. Uh, it beat Faxanadu in episode 14, then Adventure Island in episode 39. A king, upon hearing that a dark prince has risen and is trying to take over the world, sends four pigeons off with messages for four heroes, Little Samson, Kikira the Dragon, Gam the Golem, and Ko the Mouse, summoning them for help. The game has two endings, depending on which difficulty you play. In easy mode, oh. the heroes battle a golden wizard that turns into a demonic skull. Beating that boss wins the game. In normal mode, the Dark Prince's castle arises and the game continues. And according to PriceCharting.com, a loose copy can sell for over $1,000, while mint inbox copies can fetch over 3000 Wow. Yeah. So this is one of those kind of hidden treasures of the of the NES. This is one of those that neither of us had ever heard of before we started this. Nope. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. I mean, uh, what did I say? It's Back a good Sanadu one. And Adventure Island through the first two rounds. Uh, in fact, Sanadu wasn't, you know, wasn't that great. Um, but Adventure Island was pretty good for a, you know, kind of a overly difficult platformer. But Little Samson also, uh, overly difficult platformer uh remains yeah yeah little say oh man this game it's really unique what they do with the three different types of characters you can be mm -hmm. like i think we said this uh, the first time we played it like the game 
completely changes when you're each of these characters. Yeah. When you're the golem, which is my favorite. I love the golem. <laughs> <laughs> like it's slow and it feels powerful. When you're the dragon, you can fly. Mm-hmm. You feel more agile. And then when you're good old Samson, you know, you're just, I don't know. You feel like Mario. You feel like one of those characters. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he's like parkour Mario. Yeah, like I don't know, the game, things and playing it this time around, I could definitely tell how it's a classic. Yeah, and I think it does look pretty. I think it, the graphics are really nice. Yeah, agreed. Um, it's '92, so we're getting close to the end of the of the NES era. The Super Nintendo is yeah. out, uh, and we got about two more years left of uh, NES games being released. Oh, so so we're, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know this since you know you were more of a Nintendo guy. When when the Super NES came out, mm-hmm. did they release games on the like kind of like now, where the same game would come out on Super Nintendo and Nintendo? Not really. No. Because um, I was thinking, it's like, man, is is this time like? happening again because now you could get a ps4 game but you could also get the same game in a ps5 version yeah Yeah. so i wonder there wasn't a lot like that no it was more so like super nes started coming out with like 16-bit sequels to nes games like you started getting you know super mario world and super punch out and super metroid uh, super castlevania 4 that kind of stuff but no, I think it, more often you would see something come out for the NES and Game Boy at the same time. Um, mm, but I don't remember there being a ton of NES, Super NES crossover. Um, I'm trying to think there might have been, no, because even that was later. I was thinking they, they um, did a new Battletoads game, but I think that was a couple of years after Battletoads for NES came out, so I don't think that was at the same time. I'm sure there are examples I'm I'm blanking on, but the way I remember it, they were the two consoles were kept pretty separate. Gotcha. But because yeah, I could I, see this I game on in seeing a 16-bit version of this. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I could see it on Super Nintendo because it it does for me. It does look like a Super Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like, you tell they push this they push the NES into the max. Yeah. And it's also impressive that with all of that, you know, with as, as detailed of backgrounds as it has, and the four different gameplays and the, the you know each character having their own soundtrack while you play as them. There's a lot of depth to the game, but it never I don't remember it ever really like lagging like some other later yeah. games do. I agree. Like Kirby like, lagged a lot. Kirby lagged a lot. Oh, so a couple of the later Mega Man games lagged. Uh, yeah. There's a whole lot going on on screen. Um, but yeah, Will like Samson the- was just, just kind of struck a really nice balance between like pushing the, the hardware but not pushing it too far. And Agreed. yeah, it's it's really good. It's totally deserving of this spot uh, in the third round. Hour number three was just as fun as the first two, even though um, picked up where I was last time with a password 
and where yeah. I was last time was really hard, so I got to play a really hard level over and over. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but still, still really, really good, really fun. Yeah, it's fun. And now, uh, listeners, if you ever want to play, it is in the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Online system monthly subscription thing that they have going on, so you can't play right. it there. Yes. Know. Please do. Yeah, please do. Yeah, check it out. It's fun. Uh, it is challenging, because all these games are, to be yes. honest. But is this is one of those games where if they remade it, kind of like Boy in His Blob, mm-hmm. I think it would be pretty neat. Yeah, agreed. I think yeah. I think a, a new a new version of this would be would be very well if done right. And I think it's not like yeah, a, yeah. What was that Contra game that they made that went way over the? They just did it on uh, how did this get played? Oh the, yeah, yeah. The um, Contra Rogue Core, Rogue Core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do yeah, that. Do they... Yeah, don't do that. But you could do like I don't know. Like I said, like the Boyd is Blah, which I recommend yeah. you guys play because it's really good. <laughs> or um, uh, River City Girls. Mm-hmm. That was doing go so good that that's getting a sequel. So, <laughs> but I, I truly believe uh, that this game will work out in today's time. Totally. Totally. Uh, but the second game, <laughs> the second game, its opponent. The number four ranked game in our tournament is Mega Man 2, a 1989 oh, action man. platformer developed and published by Capcom. It was directed by Akira Kitamura, who is also an artist on the game, along with Yasuaki Kishimoto, Naoya Tomita, and Keiji Inafune. It was produced by Tokuru uh, Fujiwara, programmed by Nobuyuki Matsushima, and its score was composed by Takashi Tateishi. Uh, it got a first round by, obviously being the number four seed, uh, but we did uh, see it beat Maniac Mansion back in episode 60. Uh, after being defeated by Mega Man in the first game, Dr. Wily returns with eight new robot masters that Mega Man must defeat to get his hands on Wily a second time. The first Mega Man game was not a financial success, so Fujiwara, the producer, was against making a sequel. Kitamura, the director, instead went directly to Capcom to get permission to make it, which was granted on the condition that they make other games while they make it. And Mega Man 2 wound up selling 1.5 million copies, making it the best-selling game in the franchise, 42nd among all NES games, and 24th among games in our tournament. Uh, The game's creators reached out to fans for suggestions for the new robot robot masters and got 8,370 submissions, which they narrowed down to the final eight bosses. Uh, Game Informer calls the intro sequence the fifth best video game opening of all time, and Screw Attack calls the Dr. Wily stage theme the second best video game theme. So, So, this is a winner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This This is one of those, when you think of of the NES, this is one of those, you know, if somebody's like, hey, name five NES games, Mega Man 2 is almost certainly going to be on the list. For sure. I mean, iconic. I don't, I don't think with the last time we played this, we talked about the music enough. But the main theme of Mega Man 2 
Like, I'll give you an example. My girlfriend, she she was here, she was listening, you know, I was putting on random music, and I put on the Mega Man 2 soundtrack. And in the beginning, uh, the, the first intro, it's very, like, slow, you know, it's nice and going, and then yeah. out of nowhere, that drop. You <laughs> 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 got into it. That's how you make a game. That's how you make a soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is so good. So good. Like, just, I want everyone to stop, stop listening to this, but come back. Listen to that intro and then <laughs> come back and finish the pod because, man, so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and you can find it online, you know, legally or otherwise, various places. <laughs> yes. It is definitely... on Spotify. It is on iTunes. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and even if you don't hear the original version, you can find so many people that remixed it that's mm-hmm. made it to rock version, made it into an opera version. Yep. Like it is iconic for a reason. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I could talk about <laughs> this theme all day. Yeah. In fact, now uh, now that we're talking about it, didn't I text you while I was playing it? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go back to our, our text. You sure did. <laughs> what was that? Oh, no, I, I just texted to say it was so effing good. And then you said that you were listening to the soundtrack as you were. Yeah, writing. it was crazy because I was literally listening to the soundtrack. And then you said, Mega Man 2 so good. I'm like, yeah. I just finished my hour with it. And I was like, well, I just want to keep going. And going back to that question from Rhino last week about what could you play for four hours straight? Maybe not four hours straight because I would probably wind up beating it twice in that time. But yeah, <laughs> Mega Man Two, so good, so good, so, guys, so good. so good, ladies and gents, so good. It's a little unfair for little Samson. I'm gonna say it right now, but yeah, yeah. This is just <sighs> a this is a bad break for the <laughs> second. Lowest seed ranked in. I feel like there was one random lower, like uh, Mega Man Five is lower. Yeah, yeah, Mega Man, Mega Man Four is the only seed lower left in the tournament. Um, But I feel like it being a Mega Man game doesn't really make it a uh, a Cinderella story in the same way that uh, Little Samson was because it doesn't have that franchise behind it. It'd be like calling a Disney movie underrated. Like, no, everybody likes the Disney movies. Yeah. And there is still a lot of people that say that. Uh, Disney movies overrated. Uh, I don't know if you're watching the same movie as we are. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of those aren't overrated, but maybe, you know? I mean, you know, everything's subjective. Everybody's got their opinion. That is true. That is true. But yeah, you can't really call anything an underdog if it's got that big name slapped on it. <laughs> yeah. You can't call Black Widow a, a small indie movie. No. That's got that Disney and Marvel and huge movie or, stars all over it. Yeah, or Loki uh, small time like right. TV series. It's probably like one of the most expensive TV series of all time. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. I would imagine the per episode cost for six episodes of Loki is probably more than most network TV shows think, get for 22. Yeah, I think what they say is like it costs like a full length movie. Hmm. Wow. I mean, think about it. You're paying Tom Hiddleston. Like, yeah, that's probably and Owen Wilson. And Owen Wilson. And the season finale episode guy that yep. I won't say. But yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's a big time actor now too. So Yes indeed. Well, and even the I don't I don't feel like this is spoiling. Richard E. Grant is probably not that cheap. Um and he was just oh, right. in right. like an episode and a half. <laughs> um Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So this this game it, it's crazy that you said the first one bomb. I, I yeah. feel like a lot of people think this is the first Mega Man. I mean, in you know, in terms of being a franchise builder, it kind of is. It kind of is, yeah. There's it's, actual it's like based on the success story. of this one that Capcom was like, okay, yeah, keep making them. Um, and next week when we talk about Mega Man three, we'll talk about what wound up happening with the uh, uh, Kitamura, the director. Um, in the future games in the franchise but for now he got this one made just on short on sheer you know balls <laughs> just walking up to capcom and being like i want to make another one yeah yeah you okay. just need that now man yeah that's a problem now people aren't buying mega Man games they're buying fortnite skins but right yeah they're they're uh they're buying loot boxes and uh yeah. Rather than, you know, these free to play games. Or even the ones they've already spent 60 bucks on, like uh, 2K. I'm just going to keep throwing money at cards. Hey, 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 there's nothing wrong. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that's, you know, that's the way games are now, is rather than, you know, coming out with, uh, with, I mean, they do still come out with new stuff, but it's more often like, you know, hey, here's a new scenario for Red Dead Online or yeah. GTA Online. Rather than just making a whole new GTA game, we'll just keep expanding what's already there because people will just keep paying for that. So yeah. it's bound to be significantly cheaper than rolling up a brand new game. Yeah. And that's a, that's a crazy thing. Like for sports games, they're, the money making on the sports games is not people buying the games itself. It's people buying the my teams. The mm-hmm. yeah, it's the microtransactions uh, inside yeah, of yeah. The and every sports game has it. I mean, football has the what? Yep. I forgot what football is called, but I know baseball is like the baseball dynasty and mm-hmm. MLB dynasty. I think it's called think the mode. That's right. And then uh, FIFA has Ultimate Team. And, yep. I mean, these things. Ultimate Team, I was reading, I was like, man, that thing makes so much more money than the other one because, you know, soccer is a bigger sport yeah. throughout the world and they're getting Euros on top of, I mean, so is like 2K and there's all these other fans of these other games, but not like FIFA. No, like FIFA, no. Yeah, like EA makes so much money on the microtransactions on that. That's kind of, I get why EA kind of sold themselves for a little bit but now they're getting better so that's good. yeah you're getting there yeah because now you could uh for ultimate team players i think it starts next 
FIFA, but now you can see what you're actually going to get in the loot box. So, oh, nice. Yeah, rather so than having you to know, chase every time. Right, but they're probably going to be like my team, where it's like, all right, this is the percentage you have to get a player that's ninety-eight overall, right? Right. But the percent is so little that right you're going to see it very little. You could anyway. get them. Yeah. You won't, but you could. Yeah, it's it's just gambling, or or if you play a TCG, it's just like opening booster packs where you know you could get for three ninety nine, you could get a fifty dollar card, but that gamble. <laughs> right, but you may have to open fifteen packs to mm-hmm. get it, and at which point you've paid. $60 for your $50 card. Yep. Don't worry, listeners. I'm a sucker, too. <laughs> I'm a yeah, sucker and that's too. not... I, I. If it came across, like, denigrating that, I didn't mean it to. It was just that that's, that's just how games are now. No, and honestly, we should. Because in some in some form, it is, it is gambling, and you have, like, underage people doing this. It's not right. Yeah, that is but, true. The and, fact that it's marketed to kids is, is yeah, and, uh, and like bad. And like during the pandemic, uh, people got addicted to this thing. Mm-hmm. So, so like I said, it's it. I get it. You <laughs> you really need to watch out, but also at the same time, I also get that it's very fun and mm-hmm. and uh, could be reward not rewarding, but it could be cool if you end up getting like really good characters. But players like i did i sold my soul so here we are (laughs) (laughs) so mega man 2 (laughs) mega man 2 uh Uh, yeah go ahead well i was i think we were both about to say the same thing want to get into who made it farther let's do it Little Samson, uh, with the password, I picked right back up where I was on the volcano level, um, which is just brutal. Um, And I made it to the dragon boss at the end of that level fairly early on, and then spent the next 53 minutes trying to beat that boss, dying, getting game over, starting back at the beginning of the volcano level, fighting my way back to the dragon boss, dying again over and over and over again finally beat him yeah the next level starts immediately with what we've established as one of my least favorite uh, nes tropes bouncing enemies uh those oh uh, no there are there are eyeballs that bounce uh and come after you and uh i mean i only had seven minutes left on the timer anyway uh, so I, whatever the next level after the volcano is, is where I ran out of time. So I made it to the ending of the ice level. Okay. Did you start from scratch again or did you pick up? From no, I, I picked up. So I was at right before the volcano. I was in the green building. Okay. That's be- um, it's before the volcano for sure. Okay. Yeah. You were in the ice palace. The... There was the ice palace, and then the last boss of the green thing was like this wizard that was flying around shooting like circle balls. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he like you he beat turns him into like a knight. In, the knight, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's where I stopped because I okay. that that was hard. <laughs> yes. Uh, and honestly, wow. I, I I played this after Mega Man, and that kind of took all out of me. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, all Cause... right, that's one more for me, narrowing the gap. Um, so Mega Man Two, um, I beat it last time, so I was starting from scratch this time. Um, and well, I went first last time. How far did you make it on uh, on Mega Man Two? Uh, Mega Man Two, I beat it. Did you? I yes. got close. I was in the fourth section of Wily's Castle when I ran out of time. Oh, the the um, yeah. the moving rail puzzle rooms, like where you yes. like, drop onto them, and that's I was in those when my time ran out. So that's right before that the boss with the the walls and the dome things that shoot you. Yep, that was where I ran. I was having a hard time with the damn Gutsman tank. Oh, that's, <laughs> that boss battle is brutal. So I brutal. I was thing. like, whoa. It's, but, it's not that bad. I don't remember what weapon it was, but I found one that did a ton of damage to him, but you had to get right up on him. Yeah, so you, I think it's the boomerang. I, that, I think you're right. I think it was move, the boomerang. That move, that suit was like the best suit, hands down. Like, I don't know. I had a lot of success with that boomerang. I was like, this is a little easier than I thought. A little <laughs> bit. All right. Well, that's for the one point I made up. I made back. You got two more back. So, so wait, you didn't beat it in two I hours I in it. round two. Oh, you did, didn't you? No, I did. Yeah. And then this time I uh, I kind of cheated. I remember one of the passwords, so like I was like, "All right, let me start here." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a little cheating, but <laughs> a little cheating. So if, if you don't if you don't want to give no, me no, 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 it it counts, it counts. But I was like, well, I beat it the first time. I don't know how I'm gonna beat it. I mean, I probably could have beat it an hour. So it, it, I'll be honest, if I had an hour to play it. I would probably just beat the bosses. So where did you where did you pick up with your password? I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I I started right with Wally's Castle. Oh. <laughs> so I'd be like eleven levels. Yeah, I'm taking that win away. Yeah, you can take it away. You well, can I'm take gonna take away. away the bonus point um, for beating the game, but I'm still gonna give you the win. I will take it. I will allow yeah. it. Yeah, I don't like it, but I will take it. <laughs> like, I beat all eight bosses and three parts of the castle. Yeah, I did that with my two-hour run. So, right, I could, I, I, I could be mean and be like, "Been there, done that, man. Come on, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step it up a little, man." But no. So, I mean, it kind of sounds like. This is a foregone conclusion for the winner. But I should point out that the winner of today's matchup is going to face either RC Pro-Am or Mega Man 5 in the round of 16. So we may wind up with Mega Man versus Mega Man if we pick Mega Man 2 here. The audience seems to have leaned the way that we are 
uh, it got 83% of the online vote for Mega Man 2. Um, and I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and give the win to Mega Man 2. It's as great as Little Samson is, Mega Man 2 is an all-timer. I agree. Mega Man 2, the better game. Uh, I know we didn't talk about, we didn't uh, talk about the gameplay and stuff before, because I think the first time we played it, we talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's just so good, man. <laughs> the way you could just switch up your gameplay. I mean, you could switch suits. You could just yeah. It changes it's, the game. It just yeah. and the, the bosses are great. The mu- the music. It's just the music, man. The music. <laughs> of Mega Man Two. Yeah, ah. this one. Like, I feel like. Because all of the Mega Mans kind of follow the same sort of pattern, but I feel like Mega Man 2 is the peak of like the boss matches the weapon, matches the level, matches the music better in 2 than in any of the other Mega Mans. Like they're all just so like so linked in, in those four regards that it's hard to separate them. Whereas other games like Mega Man Three is great, but like off the top of my head, I'm not sure what Snake Man's theme is. Um, but I could do most of the Mega Man Two bosses um, just from memory, from childhood, <laughs> having played it so much, and the themes being that that memorable. I agree, and like I said, there's so many versions of this song. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, look at an artist like Mega Ran. Um, he has a whole album that's dedicated to the music. I think of Mega Man Two. I think of Mega Man in general, but he definitely has a remix for Mega Man Two. Well, it's the best man. stuff. The best stuff, man. If you, if you want some good two-bit or uh, bit music, sixteen-bit music, things like that, like eight-bit things like yeah. that, this is Chip-tune. this is definitely where to go. All right. Well, before we move on to what we're talking about next week and plugs and stuff, uh, we do have a question of the week from Ryan O, which is, which NES game concept do you think would have been improved with the Zapper light gun? Which I feel like the NES era was not really ready for first-person shooters. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There was definitely... The hardware couldn't quite handle that. But if there was, say, a, a mini game in like Contra where you were just like shooting aliens as they popped up, that could be fun. Yep. Zapper, like, what games? This... I mean, I think any, any of those Contra games are. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like gradients. Like I know you're not a ship, but yeah, yeah, gradients. Maybe when yeah, like when things come up in the screen, you can just like aim the gun at it, and the ship mm-hmm. will move to. I don't know. That would probably be a weird thing to. Yeah, I mean the zapper gun was only made for for what uh, duck hunt the, maybe duck hunt. Hogan's Alley. There had to have been more than those two, but 
but it's coming to an NES. Like, here, I'm looking at it now. The Adventures of Bayou Billy, Baker Bills, Daydreaming Davy, Doug Hunt, Freedom Force. Yeah, I'm not seeing one. Oh, Yandelli. I remember Adventures of Bayou Billy, but I didn't remember it being light gun compatible. Oh, man. We had Duck Hunt in Hogan's Alley. Yeah. I vaguely remember Gotcha, but I don't know that I ever played it. And look at that legacy. In the 1989 animated series Captain N, the Game Master, the main character uses the reissued orange NES zapper as a weapon during his time in video land. Uh... It is not Mega Man May, so we will not be spending the entire month talking about Mega Man games. But next week we are going to talk about, because it's hard to talk about Mega Man 2 without also talking about Mega Man 3, because they're kind of like 1 and 1A in terms of popularity. Uh, So next week, the number 16 seed Mega Man 3 will be taking on number 81, Journey to Silius. That'll be another fun Cinderella story versus the, uh, the Goliath here, as I mixed my metaphors. Um, plugs challenge.com slash kings of consoles where you can see the bracket up through last week's results Uh, so you can see now Ninja Turtles 2 has moved on next week we will add Mega Man 2 ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles where if you feel like it you can uh, throw a little money our way Uh, we don't have a Patreon or anything like that but if you feel like what did we decide a couple weeks ago it was like 74 bucks a piece for the uh, the retro bits or retro yeah i've forgotten what it was called uh the remaster of metal storm that'd be where you do that uh twitch.tv slash kings of consoles facebook.com slash kings of consoles we are at kings of consoles on twitter i'm at loopy date and i'm at ricky gn7 uh you can email us kings of consoles pod at gmail.com And of course, you can rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff on pretty much any podcasting platform you like. Uh, So yeah, next week, Mega Man 3 and Journey to Silius. And until then, play old games. Play old games, everyone. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pendulee. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.